Hello and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books. And in particular, we like to do a little book club, me and Claire. And we are Mm. on our sixth book club book since we started the podcast. And we are currently reading Ghost Forest by Pik Shun Fung. And hopefully we've inspired you to pick up this book or you are reading along with us. Because it is a lovely little book. And we currently are on page 100. That's what we read up to. And... I'm still really enjoying this book, Claire. The writing is beautiful. It is. There's a there's a there's a lot of emotion in the writing, isn't there? The the chapters that we read over in these fifty pages, for me, were very much about her connecting with her father, building upon that relationship as she got older, and also connecting to her Chinese heritage through art. Mm, definitely, and you also get um, you 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 see the differences between the culture that they are in in Canada and the culture that is in Hong Kong. And it is quite different. And there's just certain things that happen in the relationship that sort of show this up. As she grows older, she starts spending more and more time in in China because she goes over to live with her dad to do like a marketing internship. And then she returns Mm. back back to China to do some study on uh, Chinese art painting. And there's a lot of information there about famous painters and ink painting, which I, I really enjoyed those chapters because I was like, I know nothing about this. <laughs> well, yeah, that was it. quite interesting because it was the chapter Bamboo Groves in Mist and Rain, which was about the very famous Chinese female artist called, I think it's Guan Daosheng. And um, there is actually only, I think, one existing piece of her art, isn't there? And it was funny because, again, this was where they sort of compared men and women and the fact that her husband, who was called Zhao Mengfu, there are hundreds of his paintings around. And yet she was the better painter, yeah. And uh, that was quite quite interesting that that got brought out in the novel because it was just that male-female divide that you get in, in perhaps the Chinese culture. It was such a small line as well that she mm. dedicated that sort of discrepancy between the two artists' work. And as you say, it was just a reminder that actually there is a, still a huge divide in terms of appreciation of artwork if you're male or female quite like to read what she said about uh, she was married to the artist and calligrapher Zhao Mengfu in her husband's studio nine years before her death she wrote an inscription on one of her paintings to play with brush and ink is a masculine sort of thing to do yet I made this painting wouldn't someone say that I have transgressed how despicable how despicable I know I really liked that because what do you take from that? I think there's so many different meanings to that. Like, is she saying, oh, maybe I've made a mistake here because I've walked into the men's world? Or is she mocking the whole thing? Mm, mm. I think there's a bit of both, really, isn't there, with that? Yeah. But, yeah, interesting. This was talking a lot about her art. And she produced a piece of art, didn't she? Which was called Ghost Forest. Yes. And it was her dad's reaction to that painting absolutely brutal yeah he he basically said well i think there's something wrong with you 
why have you painted like that? It was really like, you know, it was like, oh. And uh, I think with this book, I'm waiting for her dad to have a moment with her where he says, I'm proud of you. Or he says something positive. Mm. And I'm waiting for that moment. And I feel like this is a book where that moment's never going to happen because in real life, I feel like people are waiting for that moment that it never does happen. And I wonder if, if that's where the book is going because every time her dad says anything to her, I'm just... It's never what you want him to say. And you're like, what is wrong with this guy? I know, I know. He just he just really quite negative. There was um, There was a bit when they were on the beach... And he said something negative about her, didn't he, as well? Yeah, he's, he was really horrible about her appearance. Yeah. Like, face is too fat. Yeah. <laughs> who, does, who says to anyone, oh, your no. face is too fat? It's just rude. There was uh, moments in the book as well that you realise he has a very solitude life, the dad does, mm. because he, you know, he, she when she went visiting him, he had his place set at the table... Um, on his own, his one plate, one set of knives and forks, sat on this kind of, it sounded like a long table. And then she thought back to her times when she sat with her mum and her sister round their little table in Canada and the chatting and everything like that. And it's just, the dad was leading such a, a different life to what they were leaving. And he regretted them moving to Canada. I th- I think he's quite the traditionalist as well in terms of his character. Like he likes everything to be by the book, and when they don't go his way, he gets very angry. But it it's sad because the main character doesn't really understand what the book of rules is because no one's ever explained all these nuances in her culture mm. because her mum hasn't really told her any of this. Her mum's just kind of let her grow into however she wants to grow, um, which obviously puts a lot of strain on the relationship because he's always shouting at her for silly reasons (laughs) Mm, exactly but yeah I mean for me there was a really lovely line at the beginning of this chapter I won't I won't say why this line was said just because it might ruin what happened in the book it's when the mum is thinking of her her own dad and she says that there was a famous Cantonese saying and the famous Cantonese saying is trees want to be still but the wind won't stop blowing when children want to care for their parents, it's already too late. And I just thought, mm. that's so... I don't know. It, it's I very thought-provoking. That. Yeah. There are a lot of lines like that in the book, aren't there? Mm. That sort of make you go, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the dad said something like, your health provides like a living or money, and then you don't have enough money to provide for your health or something like that mm. over the age of 40 mm. it was it he said something like that and I thought that's quite poignant as well <laughs> overall really enjoying the time of ghost forest it has been such a breath of fresh air the writing I feel like the writing's almost getting better for me like we're really on mm. this journey with her now and every chapter I really like reading and I'm in the rhythm of the story yeah I'm enjoying it as well it's just refreshing I think so we've decided we're going to split the rest of the pages into two parts, aren't we? So that we're going to read up to page 180, which I think the next chapter then will, is called Waiting. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're going to read up to that. And please join along with us or let us know your thoughts over on our Instagram at Lounge With Books. We're always active on there and posting. So yeah, let us know how you're getting on with Ghost Forest. And send us a picture of your Ghost Forest book if you're ever in the wild with it. Mm. (laughs) I like taking this one out and about because it's so thin. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Claire... Did you manage to continue with After by Anna Todd or has it become your first DNF, did not finish? It has become my first DNF, not finish. <gasps> and it is a oh, massive return from me. Yeah. I can't get on with the story. I'm finding it hard to read and get involved with. I don't particularly like the characters. I don't even like the girl character particularly in the book either. And she's the one that's kind of getting involved in this toxic relationship. But I'm kind of not warming to her either. And it's just every... It's just this continuous... They f- she falls out with the guy who is toxic and then she makes friends with him and then something sexual happens and then they fall out again. And it's just constantly like that. And then also in the background is her boyfriend, Noah, who has just found out that something's gone on, going on between the two of them. And she's just incredibly forgiving towards this chap who is basically, yeah, just not particularly nice to her but and she's so naive and so she's not had a lot of experience in her sexuality so he is giving her this experience but he's also he's kind of making it a nice experience but also not making it a nice experience it's just it it just annoys me it annoys me greatly and I just I, I, you know, I'm never really scathing about books, but I, I, I just don't get this book. I think I got to about page uh, 200 and I, I just can't read anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Good going, though, getting to page 200. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just hoping it was going to get better, but it doesn't. So I'm sorry, After by Anna Todd is a return, and I didn't even <gasps> finish it. <laughs> <laughs> have you picked up another book or are you uh, having not, a break I'm has it ruined a, your reading yeah I just um, no I haven't picked my next book yet I just needed to ponder on it and I didn't know whether I was going to pick it back up and I thought no so it's hard isn't it when you've read a book like that it puts you off it puts you off you'd think oh, I don't want to take a chance on any other book now well, I was going to go back down to the library and pick up a book because I haven't really got another book to, to sort of pick up and read. The only one I have got is one that my friend has given me when, when I went on holiday. Is like, oh gosh, if I finish my book, have I got enough books? And it's a bit of a twee read, but I'm, I probably will read that one. But I need to lend you um, the Richmond Osmond books, the Thursday Murder Club. Yeah, I do want to read and that. And Death and Croissants. I think you'd like both of those. Yeah. Next time you're down, I'll have to send you off with a load of books. That would be great. (laughs) They'd all be murder mysteries. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can probably pick those up at the library. If I go to the library tomorrow, I might go and have a a look at some books there. So I'll try and get into the library. 
oh, I know I will. I know I will, definitely. But, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was just a bit put off after reading her book. I think I just needed to uh, just take stock, I think. I'm so looking forward to reading it. I nearly picked up Ghost Forest and carried on reading it. But I was like, no, can't do that. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so I finished Bunny by Mona Award over Easter. Hooray. I finally finished this book. And, you know, the writing was interesting. The concept was interesting. It was quite clever. The ending was acceptable. It had a good twist. Everything kind of made sense, well, as, as much sense as the book could make in its crazy form. And there are a lot of positives to take away from it. I can imagine a lot of people would like this book, and I understand the reasons they would like this book. Personally, for me, it, was, it wasn't a pleasure to read. I've read some wacky books in the past. Mm. Like, for example, The Supreme Lie comes to mind. That was a YA book, which was the weirdest thing I've ever read, but I enjoyed it. This was weird, and sometimes I felt like it was weird for the sake of being weird, and I was like, how did, how did the author even get away with this? It's too, so crazy. Oh, um, so for yeah. me, I think it would be a return, not because it's badly written or it's a bad idea or anything like that. I think it's just not a book that works for me. I think it's a book that other people would get a lot of enjoyment out of and they would enjoy the craziness of it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. And I think that's why it is a return. I would say for people to have a look at it and see if it's something they're interested in, but yeah, I found it hard to read at times because it wasn't enjoyable, because I wasn't really invested in any of the characters um, or the theme of the book itself. So Bunny by Mona Award for me is a strong return because it just wasn't my thing, sadly. <laughs> but I finished it. Do you think I would enjoy that book? Do you know, I don't know, because when I started reading the book, I really liked it. And I have to say the ending was really good. I thought the ending really fitted in with the book and it closed off nicely, but there was just so many pacing problems within the middle of the book that made it a bit too... just treacly almost like why am I reading through all of this I think you might like it but you also might have the same opinion as me and just be like ah it's hard to know you know if you find it at the library by any means give it a go see what you think uh, I would lend it you but it's on my kindle so I don't think I can but yeah it's hard to know it's hard to know who would like this book because when I was reading it I even didn't know who the audience would be for this book but I know people have enjoyed it <laughs> Um, so yeah, interesting book. My personal taste means that it's a return. I then picked up the book that I'm reading with my sister at the moment, and it's called Notes on an Execution by Dania Cook. Oh uh, wait, <laughs> by Dania Kukafa. No, by Dania Kukafka. Kukafka. <laughs> there are too many K's in Dania's last name that I'm really struggling. <laughs> and this book has reached quite the critical acclaim like people have said it's brilliant even when I bought it in Waterstones the woman was like oh my gosh really good book and it is I'm really this is what I mean you know Bunny short book took me a long time to read this is quite a long book 
and I'm almost already halfway through and I only started it on like Monday. Oh wow. See what I mean? It's a different sort of pace. The thing I don't like about this book, if I had to pick one thing, is that the chapters are extremely long. <laughs> oh no, and I, like I don't to like finish that, a chapter do I? and put it away. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in this one it's like each chapter is almost like a part, so it's like thirty pages until your next chapter. I mean she breaks it up because the story is about a man who's on death row and he's on death row because he's murdered lots of women, lots of girls from what I can gather and his sections of the book are kind of peppered throughout so they break up these long chapters and it's about his final hours before he's sent to the death chamber and those sections of the book are written in second person so it's all like you're doing this you're doing that so you're you're in the shoes of the killer which I think is a very interesting perspective it's very like oh I don't really want to be in his shoes but here we are and then the other chapters that are long are all from the perspective of women that have been in this guy's life, who have had some sort of interaction with him in the past, and we're learning the story of him through these accounts of the women that he affected. Not necessarily the women he murdered, but the women that maybe had a lucky escape along the way. So it's a very interesting dynamic between his perspective and their stories and how it's all going to mesh together because I still don't know who he murdered or why because I've not got to that point in the accounts of the women yet. We're still kind of in his childhood sort of days. But yeah, it's really good, Claire, but it's... uh, Even though I'd say it's a hard read in terms of the subject matter, you know, if you're anybody that's a bit interested in the, uh, (laughs) the darkness of human character... It definitely does draw on that interest. And I do like the, the perspective of the women in his life telling this story because it's a different side to that sort of story. It's not usually told in that way. Interesting. That sounds good. Sounds very dark. Yes, it is. My sister was like, why have you made me read this book? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. It sounded quite good. <laughs> um, so yeah, notes on an execution. That is my read for this week really enjoying it but like I say having Ghost Forest to go on like back to really breaks it up (laughs) yeah yeah definitely (laughs) unless of course Ghost Forest is going to go dark so you need to think of your next read don't you yes I do yes as I say I'll either go to this moochy one that my friend gave me or I'll nip down the library and go and have a look you always pick a nice... Well, you. I say you pick a nice book. You don't, actually. All the books you've read have been really depressing. <laughs> One of us needs to read a nice book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gathering from this. Yeah, you're doing dark and dark. So maybe I'll do something yeah. like I mean, sweet and sweet and chocolatey. And <laughs> Today at work, I don't like to take my paperbacks to work because I don't want them to get creased because I'm just crazy like that. Uh, so I, I did open up a new book on my Kindle today, but I'm only like 14 pages in, so I can't really comment. But it's um, I Kiss Sarah Wheeler by Casey McQuiston, so it's kind of like a YA book. I've gone back to a bit of YA. That's not too dark. It's about a missing prom queen, but she's not been murdered. She's just being silly, I think. You know, being annoying, being yeah. dramatic. <laughs> a bit of mystery, but nothing serious well I say that you watch you'll take a dark turn (laughs) 
Um, so I'll, I'll inform you more of how that book's going next week. But I've read her book, Red, White and Royal Blue, which I obviously spoke about on our previous podcast. And One Last Stop as well. And they were more adult reads, whereas just from the first 14 pages of this book, I can tell it's definitely for a younger audience. So there you go, a, a bit of light relief. <laughs> yeah, I like to drift back into a YA though because we've read those for so long and I, I you know, I, they're just quite easy to read and, and pacey and I quite like that and got used to that. But uh, Maybe you should go back to YA. Maybe that's what you should look at. I want Kiara Smith to write a new book. Where is it? I would like to read Mel Darbins. I don't think that one's back out yet, but... Um... I don't think that one's out. And Keith Gray has a new book coming out as well. It's a little Ooh. listen to our podcast, yeah. He does. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> called, <laughs> Shout the, out. <laughs> called The Den. We digress, we digress. Yes, yeah. Follow us on Instagram, at Books. And we'll be back next week. We are getting to page 180 in Ghost Forest. So follow along with us on that and let us know your thoughts. And if you have read any of the books that me and Claire spoke about today and you want to share your thoughts on those as well, drop us a message on Instagram and we can definitely chat about those. Has anybody else just given up on after Viana Todd? I'd be interested to know. I'm interested <laughs> as well. I'd probably get a load of hate mail now. <laughs> from all these people that love Anna Todd and after. I'm sure there are loads out there. So it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.